So, Julian, here we are once again, uh, out in the great outdoors, a little cyclist there going past. It's um, a beautiful day, a little bit windy, though the sky is uh, bright and blue. And once again, we're denied uh, the joys of the gym. Hello, Len. Yeah, you're right. Uh, park are now our new home for fitness. And it's nice because you see a lot of people where I'm sure we never go to a gym, but now you can see walker, runner, jogger, uh, people who play a bit tennis sometimes, um, and you're surrounded by the nature. So I think it's, um, I kind of enjoy our new home. It is nice, actually. It's a real change. I think you have to look on the uh, positives in life at times like these and we've been uh, exercising in the great outdoors in parks obviously not uh, halfway up mountains or in jungles or anything and uh, things could have been a lot worse i think and now that uh, lockdown restrictions have obviously uh, started easing um, and we can think a little bit about what will happen when we do eventually get back to the gym but this month on the podcast, we're going to be uh, covering something very close to your heart, are we not? Yes, we're going to talk about running and what uh, a better, an excellent place to run a park, really. Because, you know, in a park, it's very easy to find a kind of circuit, you know, because you don't want to, walk, to, to run straight forward without knowing where you're going. And a park is good because you can do laps. Uh, you can stop by to do some press up on the bench, some step up on the bench, and then keep running. So yeah, running has always been um, something uh, I did like to do. Not like I'm not uh, a long uh, distance runner, to be honest. So to be clear, I'm not like a, a marathon guy. I always been like I fancy when I was in my younger age, like uh, two laps, so 800 meters on a, in a stadium, which is quite demanding. I did like this kind of distance, 400, obviously, 100 meters, uh, 200. I did like, uh, for longer distance, I like five, 10K maximum. And nowadays it's basically my five k- uh, kilometers, really. What about you, Alan? Well, um, I think as we've uh, said previously on oh so many occasions, like a lot of people, I absolutely hate running and I avoid it like uh, the plague, he said, using a slightly topical uh, reference point there, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so I am not a natural runner, which is uh, going to make this episode a bit more interesting, I think, uh, because Julian is like the king of running, obviously, uh, and I'm like a bit of a pauper. Uh, where, you know, running along is concerned. So we're going to go for a little run later, are we not? Yes, yeah, that's true, Alan. But let me, let me just say something. <laughs> you say I was a king of running. I'm not, uh, but I, uh, I do enjoy it. I think when you do enjoy doing things, you kind of get it 50% right. And uh, it's the same with the fitness, really, when I train, because really, I'm not really a fitness maniac guy. I'm a rugby guy who, who basically became personal trainer in a gym. So I want the point of the podcast and talking about running will be that is you know don't take my words for for golden rules but just like you know I will try to share my experience with the running and uh, and to say that running doesn't have to be hard it can be a nice experience just like the gym can be a nice experience as well yeah we're going to take your word for that right now uh possibly uh, my opinion on that might change uh we shall see ladies and gentlemen so uh we're about to kick off uh this uh foot tapping uh heart racing episode of the uh podcast uh and so let the podcast 
begin. So welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to this, the running episode of the podcast with me, the not particularly uh, gym professional uh, guy, Alan Teresa. And with me, Julien Bertrand, uh, gym professional guy and rugbyman. He is indeed a rugby man. He loves the game of rugby. And we are coming to you from the great outdoors here in central London. Uh, it's a beautiful uh, spring slash slumber's day. And we're going to go for a little bit of a run, are we not, Julian? And we're going to get into everything running related on the two guys on fitness podcast this month. Yeah, don't forget to follow uh, some more information on the website. My website is so julienbertera.com. Uh, there's plenty of articles already written about training, about running and how to approach this maybe new exercise to you, activity. And uh, yeah, I mean, for today, Alain, I will, you know, we, we're going to start with running in a park and no more than 10 minutes, you know. So there is a, a big circuit to do here. It's going to take five to 10 minutes. And I will recon, it's about, if you're a new runner, if you're a beginner, just start to walk one lap to visualize the, the, the circuit, okay? And then after I do the second lap, in running really so now your brain visualize the parkour okay and i think that's uh, a good way to start uh are you ready for it alan i am and uh julian there mentioned his website i forgot uh, to mention ours because i was a bit distracted there for a moment julian uh but uh, you can also find out uh, more about the podcast on two guys on fitness.com and on our social media our instagram our facebook our twitter etc and i feel like i'm kind of putting off the inevitable but shall we get started shall we go for our little run yes of course alan relax and it's all gonna be fine So here we go, Alan. Are you ready for the run? I most certainly am. Okay, so what we're going to do is going to start with uh, a full run around the park. It should take us five minutes, I would say. Okay? Just like easy pace, but running, okay? Okay, I am... Just follow my lead. Okay, I am, uh, you know, ready to go. Should we go? Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, and so we did it. But we take we did two laps at the end, so uh, about a minute. How do you feel right now? Yeah, I feel absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I feel absolutely fine. Uh, <laughs> you uh, came to me a bit, <laughs> a little bit early there, Julian. I wasn't quite ready for that. Yeah, no, I feel absolutely fine. Actually, uh, um, I don't run, as you know, as a general rule. Uh, when the gyms are open. I will cycle a lot or row, but uh, the treadmill, pretty much no. How often when you're in the gym do you use the treadmill? Oh, every single time I, I train, it's my routine. I sy systematically start with uh, 1K uh, running and I try to do it in five minutes. So yeah, it's uh, always set me up uh, physically, but also mentally, you know, to do a good workout. Well, that's uh, a good thing, obviously. Um, now, is there a good way to run? I think a lot of people worry about running because they worry about 
twisting their ankle or falling over or injuring themselves. So are there good principles about how to run without doing so? Well, I mean, you know, walking, I think a training in a, in a gym is certainly easier than running outside because if you run outside, you have to find your own pace. When obviously when you're in a gym, you put nine, 10, 11, eight for the speed, and you basically just have to run on it, you know? So obviously it's a big help if somebody is dictating to you the a machine is it uh, detects for you dict, uh, dictate for you the, um, the the pace however uh, there is advantage and advantage I would say outside the disadvantage it's uh, it sounds a bit like uh, <laughs> naturalist but it's a pollution you know when you run outside your lungs are quite fully open and you're likely to catch the toxin the pollution outside uh, now in a park obviously it's nice to run in a park the visual is different because you know you can see the, the scenery keep changing when you when you are in a, in a treadmill it's uh, it's a bit more boring but it depends for how long you go and if you are dedicated to it if you have a target distance you know and what about this thing uh, in the gym on the treadmill where people up the gradient on the treadmill so it's like they're running a little bit uphill why do they do that and what's the value of doing it no it's good because when you run and to uh, to make sense you need to change the rhythm so there is different way to change the rhythm you can go faster or you can go uh, with more inclination and they do that because they want they want to make the tra- their, their run a bit more interesting if it's too slow and too flat all the time then you get bored you know that the problem of people who do that you know, you know they go on the treadmill and they do their cardio at the same and uh, they go on for 45 minutes and you know 45 minutes it's huge it's, it's a long time and if you do it slow oh god it's yeah you, you surely get bored you know the thing when you get high and fast, for example, it challenges your brain. You know, you're, you're fully into it. You're completely. Uh, it's it take uh, if it's too slow and too long, it's just bored and it's not challenging enough for the body and the brain. And so, let me add, like, a, a, when you go incline, you work a bit more your back muscle as well, the back legs muscle. Sorry, and uh, it's interesting to to do. It's uh, if you notice when you go. I like running in a vineyard when I go to France and. Uh, there is this uphill and downhill. You will notice like doing downhill is not the easiest part, you know, because you have to refine yourself. You use different muscle. It's interesting to run un, uh, up and down and then flat. It's uh, all these little variations make you work different muscle in your, in your legs. Julian there running in a vineyard in France. Could he possibly be more French, I wonder? And um, at the moment, obviously, a lot of people are uh, running in parks uh, or other outside spaces. Ideally, how often should people run and for how long to get a benefit from doing so? I'm going to back up myself with the NHS here. And I will say, like, if you go to NHS, they recommend 20-minute moderate exercise every day straight simple fact okay so now moderate it could be a moderate run okay and a moderate run it's just like a little jog if we're in a gym let's say for people who know a a gym running machine a speed of eight or nine is perfect you know you don't go too fast it's cool and you should do that every day Uh, 20 minutes you can include some five-minute walk if you get tired 
but 20 minutes of run every day, it's everybody can do that and should do that. And what are the tips for avoiding injury and for recovering? Are there any kind of special tips to make sure that you don't get injured and you recover effectively after you run? Well, yes, uh, I would say good shoes. That's a good thing. You know, if you have to spend money in something when it comes to fitness, it's your shoes. Why? Because it supports all body weight. So you should not cut uh, the budget here because when you run, when you walk, what you see when you run, there is one thing you should not underestimate is the impact of your body weight on the floor. That's why running is interesting. This impact on your body is very interesting. Do not fear the impact because it might look like it's making pressure under your, uh, on, your, on your joints, but it's not. It's, you need this pressure on your joints. You need your joints to work together, like a, an electro stimulation, if you want. And uh, it does help to fight against the arthritis. People who feel they are need too much, maybe because they are tapping the floor too much with the wrong part of their feet, you know, possibly. Uh, is, I mean, again, it's not uh, to keep going on that. I'm not a runner specialist, but I know you can save a lot of energy in running. I always thought like when you run, you should be a little bit to start bouncy, a little bit. You know, just like to ease a little bit. The idea is to not run on your toe, like if you are running on eggs, okay? You should use the floor as a friend, you know, like just be bouncy a little bit, ease a little bit, and then after progressively start to increase the pace of it. But uh, if you are scared of running, well, you know, it sounds like a basic advice, or maybe just run slowly, just get used to it, learn the motion. But you should start eating the floor with a little bit of your heel, then move toward the middle, and then end up on your toe, and then again, you know. And progressively you will adapt and ameliorate your technique. But at the beginning, try to not force it. Just run, just like, you know, really basically one foot after the other, forward, and, you know, I think it's, um, that would be my advice, bouncy, don't fight the, the surface, the floor, just be with it, okay? Run with your legs, not on your legs. By that, I mean, your legs are being used for the impulsion, not the floor. Very good, and finally, should you eat a certain kind of way or a certain kind of food before or after a run? Well, before a run, if you, I mean, it all depends on your fitness level. If you're likely to be low, uh, if you have a, a low sugar drop at some point, uh, usually in the gym, well, before running, an hour before, let's say, maybe a little banana, you know, something like that. Are you happy with that, Helen? Yeah, I know you like banana. Uh, I'm okay with bananas. I, I'm not like uh, a huge fan of them because uh, we did a bananas episode, actually, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, in the olden days, uh, you can find that on the Two Guys on Fitness website. But yeah, I understand the value of a good banana. Um, after running, I would say like uh, we can have some dark chocolate, you know. I mean, again, it's really depend. I can go for... It really depends. Uh, dark chocolate, 70%, of course. Uh, no, but you can, it depends on the fitness level of people. I can go for a 5K, then come back home, have a little something, like a banana or something to recover, have a shower, and that's it. For some of the people, maybe the recovery will be longer. Uh, 
but yeah, it's something like you need some uh, glucid after the run. So a dark chocolate will be good for that. Very good. Nothing wrong in chocolate. I love chocolate, as you and the regular listeners probably well know. So there you go, Julian. We uh, did the run and survived and enjoyed it, sort of. Yeah, it is. I mean, to be honest, what I did like, I want to say what I did like when I run, it kind of shake up your whole body. You know, because of its impact and the body's in motion, it's, if you... If you are good at it, it makes you feel good, you know. And for that, I don't need... The good thing as well is I don't need to win an hour personally to feel good. Within five minutes, I feel good. And after, it's just like keep on for 10, 15, 20 minutes. But running, it's good, you know. And I think uh, you can't put it more succinctly than that. There you are, ladies and gentlemen. Running, it is good. Yeah, and I always say, like, you know, when I see people in a walking in a gym, you know, they might do it for a certain purpose. But I always think to myself, I will walk the day I can't run. So, but only that day, not before. So if you can run, run. If you can't run because of injury, at least walk. Uh, the key point here is keep moving, be active, let your, make your, um, let your body be in motion because, uh, <laughs> because it's when you are inactive and not moving that pathology appears. Today's show is brought to you by Jubilee Hall Gym, Covent Garden. Need an effective workout using state-of-the-art equipment in the heart of London's West End? Then visit Jubilee Hall Gym on the corner of Covent Garden, where you can also check out the gym sauna, as well as a whole host of great fitness classes. Join online for £53 a month, and there is no need for a minimum term contract when joining. Or you can use the gym on a day pass basis. Find out more at jubileehallgym.com. UK or telephone 020-7836-4007 to work out at Jubilee Hall Gym, Covent Garden. So every month on the uh, podcast, uh, we share with you a magical nugget of fitness information that we call Julian's Fitness Tip of the Month. So what have you got up your uh, sleeve this month, Julian? Not really up his sleeve, obviously, ladies and gentlemen. That's kind of a you know little metaphorical uh, phrase I'm using there. Uh, but what have you got for us this month, Julian Bertherat, personal trainer? Well, obviously this month, fitness tip of the month, it's about how to find the perfect spot to train in a park. I like it. Topical. Okay, so here's my recipe, uh, if I can say. Uh, well, in your park, there's three things you're looking forward to. So, on these three things, there's a bench, okay, a regular bench. So why? Because on the bench, you can do press-up. You can do press-up with your hand on a bench. You can do press-up with your feet on a bench and your hand on the floor, a variation. You can do narrow grip press-up on a bench. You can do dips on a bench. You could do step-up on a bench. You can do squats with one leg up. Okay, that's why you should look for a bench. So, and that just give you, I can give you more exercise you can do on a bench, but that's why you should find a bench. Uh, look for a bench. Another one, it's a tree, but not exactly um, 
the very big tree with a large trunk. You want to find a tree where a branch is like, let's say, a meter, uh, a meter high accessible to your hands because potentially you can do some pull-ups on it, you can put an elastic band, and then you can do some pull-down, you know, with elastic band, you can do some triceps, you can do some crossover exercise on a tree. And if you find a tree nearby, you can even do like little sprint in between these two trees and repeat that a few times. So that's why you should look for a tree as well in a, in a park. And the third things, if you are lucky, you should think you should look for, let's say, um, a hill. You know, like a, let's say five, six meters hill. Uh, it's a place where you can run up. You know, uh, to make your um, exercise a bit more intense. Okay, and I would say. I add a fourth part, which is stairs, you know. In Crystal Palace, for example, park, you got like long, big stairs. That's perfect for a little run uphill as well. So I resume benches, tree, not large trunk tree, hill, and stairs. If you can find that in a park, you can use that kind of spot to structure your workout around it, okay? Um, do you remember everything, Alan? Oh, of course. I'm, uh, you know, like uh, an elephant, Julian. Uh, whatever you say goes in and does not leave. And that was, ladies and gentlemen, most definitely... Julian's fitness tip of the month. So every month on the podcast, we take questions from listeners who contact us uh, to ask about fitness exercise and diet and we do our best to uh, answer two questions each episode or rather julian does i sort of feed them to him so you ready to answer some questions julian yes looking forward alan <laughs> yes julian says that every month and the funny thing is he absolutely does believe it and in fact before we record the podcast we do go through them and uh, we do enjoy the process of uh, deciding uh, which questions to ask but he doesn't make me laugh every time he says it every month so here we are let's have a look through these papers here which are kind of like rattling around a little bit okay so julian i think i'm right in saying if i'm looking at the right sheet of paper i think i'm right in saying you've got the first question so fire away so we've got a question from eric in middlesbrough who direct message us through our twitter and ask the following question why do i want to eat more during the lockdown when i'm doing less I'm a 30 years old guy going crazy because I can't go to the gym and now the only exercise I do is PlayStation. Well, this is a very uh, topical, isn't it? I mean, people are obviously moving out of the lockdown, uh, but this is very topical, isn't it? Uh, at the moment, for a lot of people, uh, after weeks and weeks of the recent, uh, I'm going to use the term health crisis, uh, it's all been about um, streaming, gaming and eating. Has it not, Julian? Well, of course, Eric, it's, uh, we all are into this situation. We, our um, rhythm has been uh, changed dras drastically over the last uh, few weeks. And uh, it's very hard to, it's all about, I think it's, about, it's all about how you can use structure your day. Okay, let's, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not your, your father, I'm not gonna say stop playing PlayStation, but you should um, uh, decide like when do you gonna play it, you know, like let's say two to four, two hours and stick to it because otherwise you're gonna play PlayStation six hours a day, you know. Um, well, that's one little thing, but um, you're eating more, 
because uh, I think it's it's a brain thing, you know, you, you have nothing to do, there's a blank, and then people kind of uh, fulfill, the, fulfill the blank in uh, eating, doing something, chewing, uh, eating something, it's part of it. So the danger in this kind of lockdown situation is to uh, basically not be the leader of that to not lead the situation but just to be to suffer from it um, you should wake up uh, every day uh, about the same time uh, and go for one in the morning you need to structure your day basically a bit more and because otherwise it doesn't make your day doesn't have any sense and that's the danger so you're gonna eat you know uh, when we are bored people have different reaction to it some people eat more some people exercise more in your case you seem to uh, struggle to find a balance uh, just go for a run for the sake of it even if you think it's not worth it just go out walk but um, yeah it's uh, it's it's not an easy situation so try to structure your day around key moments chat with your friend on uh, on FaceTime or, or Skype, uh, do some work, read a book, but structure your day on these key points, it will help you to eat less, okay? Yeah, this is a, a really weird uh, moment in history, isn't it? We're all a bit like lab rats in our little cages for periods of time, and we've got like a little feeding tube coming into the cage where all this food comes out and it's usually, you know, high in sugar and carbs, isn't it? Um, so it's just about mental discipline, really. Yeah, and I would like to add, uh, uh, Eric mentioned, like, I can't go to the gym. Well, you can go to the park, okay? So it's time to be, to adapt, to not be stuck to the, you know, the gym are closed. So uh, instead of uh, eating the wall, really, just contour on the wall and uh, go to the park. So, you know, it's a uh, park offer you some uh, unusual equipment, like such as a, a little hill, maybe you can uh, do at, at the sprints benches to step up on it uh, or simply press up on the floor you can lay down the floor to do abs you can buy some elastic band which i find it very useful and again run every day keep the machine moving you know it's uh, the thing people forget like imagine the same situation like the lockdown but no food or little food to add. it will be even more an issue we got food so the body can proceed we got protein to eat you know it's a good source for the brain to think and all that for the muscle all you have to do is just to find another way to exercise really and yeah go to the park uh, go on youtube check uh, there's plenty of information great information like uh, train uh, uh, in a park you know uh, I, I, I saw some of them myself it's really good and all that is free you know just but you need to you know look for information you will find the information about it and just after I just like go for it you know yeah it's Eric uh, that's very good advice you just go for it uh, but don't go uh, for the cakes obviously now um, we've got a, a question here on my little list from Luca in Florence have you been to Florence Julian? no but I would love to yeah it's very lovely actually uh, I've been there it's uh, rather fantastic though when I was there it was raining anyway um, that's a fascinating little uh, story isn't it anyway uh, Luca in Florence he's contacted us via the website twoguysonfitness.com to ask the following 
question. Quote, Italian guy here, back in Italy, usually work in London and hoping to return in the future when the storm, there's a word before that word, ladies and gentlemen, which I'm not going to uh, repeat, but when the storm is over, Luca goes on to ask, who is fitter out of the two of you? I think it's really Alan. Well, obviously, Luca from Italy. We just uh, we just defend because we defend background and, uh, you know, I, I play rugby over 20 years for Alan. I don't think Alan did play rugby. However, Alan did, uh, you did some boxing, right? Yeah, I did kickboxing for years uh, rather than boxing. Uh, purple belt, as it turned out. And I absolutely loved uh, that. Uh, it was a really fantastic and wonderful thing. Uh, though not perhaps physically the most comfortable or injury-free period of my life, I have to say. Um, but how do you measure fitness, Julian, in the real world, actually? How you're a personal trainer. Luca's asking a bit of a funny question here, obviously uh, a bit of a funny man just like myself. But uh, in terms of measuring fitness, how do you actually do it? Well, it's actually, you know, we, we start on, uh, with a bit of joke here. And it's actually a good question because I, I'm surprised that, you know, over the last 10 years, it's not that clear in people's mind, you know, who is fit, who is not. So I'm, going, I'm just going to share my experience when I was back 18, 19, when I joined this professional club in Clermont. And I went to pass my um, uh, visit with the doctor, you know, to check. And you know what he made me do? He, I did, he, uh, he take my pulse normal as a, no, when I was not, when I was just resting before anything. And then after we start, he make me do 20 flexion, squat flexion, you know, like, a, that's it, no jump, just regular squat, free jump, uh, free, uh, free squat. And after that, he take my pulse, okay, and then he leave me a few seconds and take my, my pulse again. So obviously I ask why, because I was expecting like more exercise and I was a little bit like, you know, uh, 20 flexion is makes something to your body. But, um, and he say the level of fitness, it's you, the way you recover from exercise. So basically a person fit, it's somebody, medically speaking, I mean, who can recover faster, how fast you recover from your effort. So a good example is tech sports. It's always a very good factor to judge someone's fitness level. Look at the football game, you know. You, you can see a football player. Do you, do, you, do you remember a football player not walking or ever stop? Yeah, you never stop. And at the point, it's your capacity to keep going on. The problem with fitness, it's that's regarding your training. I saw sometimes people taking four minute break between a set. I understand it because the charge is uh, heavy on the bar and feel like that. And it makes sense. But it's not because it makes sense that gives you the right definition. The right definition is how fast, how your body recover from an effort and regenerate, because that's another word, regenerate. And uh, running is good for that because, you know, uh, I'm always surprised to see people walking on the treadmill, you know, in the gym. Like, even if I ask questions, I understand that they want to burn more fat and to leave the muscle quiet. But again, I think Ian's question is very interesting because it's that's our relationship we have between fitness and the sport activity, which is there is a true dichotomy here. It's fitness 
it's just like it's borderline aesthetic matter okay from what i learned it's fitness uh, business or world it's from what i understood the last 10 years it's pretty much like we check the body fat you know you ask me what is the fitter and maybe somebody else will say like well check your body fat you know like, well <laughs> your body fat is is important yes but it just shows that how much can you starve yourself or in a certain way you never say like oh this guy get i met some incredibly strong rugby player and i don't think their body fat was under 10 or even 12 but they were really tough at contact and they could run all over for 18 minutes so and i see some of the people who got very light very short like six seven percent body fat you know what i found them tired all the time you know because obviously exercising not eating much and checking your weight i mean i i found people like that very and lack of energy you know which is surprising because we talk about feeding a feeder uh for me somebody fit is somebody energetic so it's a, it's a, I, uh, i'm a rugby man and i always found rugby player energetic good stamina strong running it's great you know like um, when you see athletic you know the olympic game you see a bunch of activity people are so sparkling they got like this energy it's fast fitness it's you know at some point sometimes you know it's uh looking at yourself pumping it's a different vibe you know but if the question is who is the fittest one uh, ask a doctor he will tell you the truth and i'm telling you it's about how you how fast you recover from an activity and how also quick you can get back into it so that's my answer it's a bit long but uh it's quite uh, i'm quite passionate about it so yes and i think uh Jin is probably being a little bit modest there because uh, the truth is he's probably fitter than i am because all he basically does is uh exercise and uh training though i've still got uh something of a game going on Luca uh, and I uh, am pretty fit myself I have to say though I've got a little bit of weight to lose from my belly so that's the end of uh, the two questions Julian for this month on the podcast and remember guys if you do want to uh, get in touch and ask a question you can do so by contacting us through our website twoguysonfitness.com or via our social media Twitter Facebook and Instagram and when you do uh, we love to hear from you on the podcast so there you go Julian uh, we come to the end of another episode of the podcast and the good news is that uh, our run earlier has not killed me that's great and uh, I'm glad you did enjoy uh, that episode like I did well enjoy maybe uh, putting it a bit strong uh, I would say uh, but it was certainly an experience so uh, will we be recording in the park again for the next episode Julian what do you think well I think so we'll be calling like one more time and if you have to be two more times then so be it I uh, it's this time of the year where the weather it's nicer and it's kind of uh, yeah I enjoy it so let's see what do you think uh, I would say it's a, if I was a betting man which I'm not particularly I would say there's a very strong chance we will once again be recording next time but for the moment here we 
are. The sun's coming out. It's rather beautiful, actually. So thank you for listening, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you've enjoyed it. And remember, if you want to find out more, check out the website and the social media. I've mentioned them oh so many times during the episode, so I'm not going to do it again. And as you do, remember to... Enjoy your workout. Thank you.